Do you have trouble sleeping? Can't get to sleep or wake up in the middle of the night and then can't get back to sleep. You're not alone. Most people in midlife have trouble sleeping. And today, I want to give you four scientifically proven methods to improve your sleep habits and some specific steps that you can take to make it easier to fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up feeling well rested. And adopting these methods so you can get a full complement of sleep every night will help you to improve your memory and mood and ultimately reduce your risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. Hi, I'm neuroscientist Dr. Ben Webb. I'm here every week sharing brain advice to help you live a mentally healthy and happy life. Welcome to episode 64 of Better Brain, Better You. Sleep is essential for our physical and mental health, but despite its importance, a growing number of us are actually regularly deprived of good quality sleep and often feel sleepy and tired during the day. So even though there are a number of different causes and types of sleep problems, sleep science has demonstrated a handful of concrete steps that are actually proven to promote restful and restorative sleep. And the key to implementing these steps is to actually start with small changes and work your way up towards healthier sleep habits. So to help you get started sleeping better, I put the 12 most important steps you can take into a free guide that you can get at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash sleep better. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash sleep better. Please do go ahead and download this free sleep better guide. Okay, so there are four scientifically proven methods to improve your sleep habits. Each method has specific steps that you can take to make it easier to fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up feeling well rested. So the first and most important method is to optimize your sleep schedule. And the first step with this sleep method is to start by setting a fixed wake-up time. So it's close to impossible for your body to get accustomed to a healthy sleep routine if you're constantly waking up at different times. So pick a wake-up time and stick with it, even on weekends or other days when you would otherwise be tempted to sleep in. And next, try and budget time for sleep. If you want to make sure that you're getting the recommended seven to eight hours per night, then you need to build that time into your schedule. So Considering your fixed wake-up time, work backwards and identify a target bedtime. Whenever possible, give yourself extra time before bed to wind down and get ready for sleep. But be careful with naps during the day. To sleep better at night, it's really important to use caution with naps. If you nap for too long or too late in the day, it can throw off your sleep schedule and make it harder to get to sleep when you want to. So the best time to nap is actually shortly after lunch in the early afternoon. The best, best length of nap is about 20 minutes, not longer than that. And try and adjust your sleep schedule gradually. When you need to change your sleep schedule, it's best to make adjust, adjustments little by little and over time with a maximum difference of about one to two hours per night. Because this allows your body and your circadian rhythm, that's the biological clock that regulates your sleep, to get used to the changes so that following your new schedule is much more sustainable. 
And the second method is to create a pre-bedtime routine. So you have a hard, if you have a hard time falling asleep, it's really natural to think that the problem starts when you lie down in bed. But actually, though, the lead up to bedtime plays a crucial role in preparing you to fall asleep quickly and effortlessly. So poor pre-bedtime habits are a major contributor to insomnia and other sleep problems. Changing these habits can actually take time, but the effort can pay off by making you more relaxed and ready to fall asleep when bedtime rolls around. And as much as possible, try to create a consistent routine that you follow each night because this really helps reinforce healthy habits and signals to mind and body that bedtime is approaching. And as part of that routine, incorporate these three tips. So wind down for at least 30 minutes. It's much easier to doze off smoothly if you're at ease. Quiet reading, low impact stretching, listening to soothing music and relaxation exercise are really good examples of ways to get into the right frame of mind for sleep. Lower the lights in your house. So avoiding bright light can really help you transition to bedtime and contribute to your body's production of melatonin. So that's the hormone that actually promotes sleep. And make sure you disconnect from devices. Phones, tablets and computers can really keep your brain wired, making it hard to truly wind down. So the blue light from these devices can also block your natural production of melatonin. And as much as possible, Try to disconnect for 30 minutes or more before going to bed. The third method is to foster pro-sleep methods during the day. Setting up your brain and body for high-quality sleep is an all-day affair. A handful of steps you can take during the day can pave the way for better sleep at night. So firstly, try and expose yourself to natural daylight. Your internal clock, that circadian rhythm I mentioned before, is regulated by light exposure. So sunlight has the strongest effect. So try to take in daylight by getting outside or opening up windows or blinds to natural light. Getting a dose of daylight early in the day can really help to tune your circadian rhythm for sleep at night. But if natural light isn't an option, you can talk with your doctor about using a light therapy box, which you can now buy online as well. And find time to move your body. Daily exercise has across-the-board benefits for health, And the changes it initiates in energy, use and body temperature can promote restorative sleep. But don't do intense exercise close to bedtime because it hinders your brains and body's abilities to settle down before you go to sleep. Monitor your caffeine intake as well. Caffeinated drinks, including things like coffee, tea and fizzy drinks, are among the most popular drinks in the world. But some people are tempted to use the jolt of energy from caffeine to try and overcome daytime sleepiness. But unfortunately, that approach isn't really sustainable and can cause long-term sleep deprivation problems. So to avoid this, keep an eye on your caffeine intake and avoid it later in the day when it because that can be a real barrier to falling asleep. So be mindful of alcohol. Alcohol can induce drowsiness, so some people are actually quite keen on a nightcap before bed. But unfortunately, Alcohol affects the brain in ways that can lower sleep quality. And for that reason, it's best to avoid alcohol in the lead up to bedtime. Try not to eat too late as well. Because it can be harder to fall asleep if your body is still digesting a big dinner. So to keep food-based sleep disruptions to a minimum, try to avoid late dinners and minimise especially fatty or spicy foods before bedtime. 
But if you do need an evening snack, opt for something light and healthy if you can. Don't smoke, because exposure to smoke, including secondhand smoke, has actually been associated with a range of sleep problems, including difficulty falling asleep and fragmented sleep. And try and reserve your bed for sleep and sex only. If you have a comfortable bed, you might be tempted to hang out there while doing all kinds of things. But this can actually cause problems at bedtime. And you want a strong mental association between your bed and sleep. So try to keep activities in your, in your bedroom limited strictly to sleep and sex. And this leads us on to our final method. Try and create a sleep-friendly bedroom. An essential tip to help fall asleep quickly and easily is to make your bedroom a place of comfort and relaxation. And even though this might seem obvious, it's often overlooked, contributing to difficulties getting to sleep and sleeping through the night as well. So when you try and design your sleep environment, focus on things like maximizing comfort and minimizing distractions. So try and use a high performance mattress and pillow if you can. A quality mattress is vital to making sure that you are comfortable enough to relax. It also ensures, along with your pillow, that your spine gets proper support to avoid aches and pains at nighttime. Choose quality bedding. Your sheets and blankets play a really important role in helping your bed feel inviting. So look for bedding that feels comfortable to the touch and that will help maintain a comfortable temperature during the nighttime. Avoid light disruptions. So excessive light exposure can throw off your sleep and your circadian rhythm. Blackout curtains over your windows or a sleep mask for over your eyes can block light and prevent it, pre- prevent it from interfering with your rest at night time. And try and cultivate a peace and quiet. Keeping noise to a minimum is, is an important part of building a sleep-friendly bedroom. But if you can't eliminate nearby sources of noise, consider drowning them out with a fan or a white noise machine, for example. Earplugs or headphones are another option to stop these sounds from bothering, when you, bothering you when you want to try and get to sleep. And try and find an agreeable temperature. This is really important. So you don't want your bedroom temperature to be a distraction by feeling too hot or too cold. And the ideal temperature can vary for each person, but most research supports sleeping in a cooler room. So that's about 18 degrees centigrade, about 65 degrees Fahrenheit. So also try and introduce pleasant aromas. A light scent that you can find calming can help ease you into sleep. Essential oils with natural aromas such as lavender can also provide provide a soothing and fresh smell in your bedroom. But if you can't fall asleep, whether it's when you first get into bed or after waking up in the middle of the night, and you might find it hard to drift off to sleep, then try relaxation techniques. Don't focus on trying to fall asleep. Instead, focus on just trying to relax. Controlled breathing, mindfulness, meditation progressive muscle relaxation and guided imagery are really good examples of relaxation methods that can help you ease you into into sleep and don't try don't stew in bed you want to avoid a connection in your mind between your bed and frustration from sleep sleeplessness so this means that if you spend around 20 minutes in bed without being able to fall asleep get out of bed and do something relaxing in low light Avoid checking the time during this time. Try to get your mind off sleep for at least a few minutes before then returning to bed. An experiment with different methods. 
Sleep problems can be complex, and what works for one person may not actually work for someone else. And as a result, it makes, it makes sense to try different approaches to see what works for you. Just remember that it can actually take a bit of time for new methods to take effect. So give your changes some time to kick in before you assume that they're actually not working for you. Try keeping a sleep diary as well because a daily sleep journal can help you keep track of how well you're sleeping and identify those factors that actually might be helping or hurting your sleep. If you're testing out a new sleep schedule or other sleep hygiene changes, the sleep diary can help document how well they're actually working. And finally, if you're still having trouble sleeping, talk with a doctor. It's really important. A doctor is in the best position to offer detailed advice for people with serious difficulties sleeping. Talk with your doctor if you find that your sleep problems are worsening, persisting over the long term, affecting your health and safety, such as from excessive daytime sleepiness, or if they occur alongside other unexplained health problems. So I hope these four methods help you to start sleeping better. But before we finish up, I've got a question for you. Which of those sleep methods works best for you? Maybe it's one, or maybe it's a combination of these different sleep sleep science methods we've discussed today. So let me know in the comments. I'd really love to hear which method is working for you, or perhaps you've got your own method that I haven't discussed today. And to help you start sleeping better, I've put together a free guide for you with the 12 most important of these, of these strategies that you, you can get at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash sleep better. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash sleep better. So I hope they help. And thanks so much for tuning in today. Stay safe and healthy. And I will look forward to seeing you next time.